Hey there, thoughtful listener. This is Josh Elledge, CEO of UpMyInfluence.com. I'm so excited to announce our new Thoughtful Entrepreneur High Ticket Sales Coaching Program, which you can try absolutely free. No credit card needed. Head to upmyinfluence.com slash free. We're also actively seeking guests for our daily commercial-free entrepreneurial inspiration podcast, the one you're listening to. If you know someone who is doing six to eight figures in business, send them our way. Just go to upmyinfluence.com slash guest. Now let's get on with the show. With us right now, Will Russell. Will, you are the founder and CEO of russellmarketing.co. Will, thank you so much for joining us. Thanks for having me, Josh. Pleasure to be here. So you do uh, product launches and you work with a lot of consumer brands. Give us an overview of your work. And by the way, I'm going to recommend folks go to russellmarketing.co so you can see some of these uh, of these products that you've been able to work with. Well, very, very cool project products and darn, they've made some good money. <laughs> yeah. yeah and these are, yeah, yeah, go ahead. We've been very lucky to work on some, some great campaigns. Uh, as you said, we're a launch, launch marketing agency and uh, we help a lot of folks launch their products and, and ideas and businesses and apps. So while uh, the launch system we have can certainly be applied to all sorts of different uh, product ventures. Uh, most mostly, as you can point out, the consumer hardware, physical products for consumers tends to be uh, the biggest group we work with. And and yeah, like you point out, we've had some great campaigns to be to be a part of. So it's been a good journey to date. So what brought you into wanting to help with product uh, with product launches? Well, I've been involved in launched marketing type stuff uh, for ten years since I since I first uh, got into the, the professional world. And originally I was doing a lot of events. So I understood the systems. I understood uh, a lot of the the nuances to marketing when people launch stuff. And when I decided to launch my own business five, six years ago, uh, I was actually doing nonprofit consulting at the time. And I had a a colleague of mine, a friend of mine, uh, worked at Indiegogo, which is one of those big crowdfunding platforms. And uh, so I started learning a bit more about that space and, uh, and realized how applicable a lot of the work I was doing around launch marketing was for these kind of physical hardware consumer products. So I started dabbling in it and, and it did. It worked well, took off. And so for the last now, yeah, five years or so, we've been very specifically focused on uh, on, on these launches. And as I say, mostly mostly hardware consumer products, uh, they tend to be the best ones for, for the kind of systems we work with. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, t- take me through um, some of the, the launches that you've been involved with. And it, so are, are these all crowdfunding campaigns? Most of them, not, not all of them. I think, interestingly, the last year or so, we've definitely been seeing more of a transition from people who, who may have done crowdfunding, but now are more interested in launching on their own accord, launching their own websites, launching their own e-commerce platforms, crowdfunding uh went through a real peak period and maybe has a little bit of skepticism now. Still a lot of good people there, but uh, we're seeing more and more people decide to go their own path. Uh, a couple of our favorite campaigns, I guess this year, you know, we had a great one. You'll see high up on the website called One Clock, which was a which is a waking clock that did about a million dollars in that raise. We have another one you might see, which we've been working with for a few years now, a, a smart 
weather product, uh, uh, Tempest Weatherflow. They did a couple of million a few years back, but we've been working with them ever since, and they're just a phenomenal. I mean, I'm not a weather geek, but and I couldn't possibly have predicted it. But if you know, if anyone ever doubts, can I have a long term econ business with just one product? Then Weatherflow is a company to look at because they've been incredibly successful with their product. So it's just all these different products. It it gives you gives you insight, you know, into all these different worlds and all these different industries. And and I think working as a, a product launch marketing team gives you a lot of uh, a lot of ideas and insights that a lot of other people just don't get. So it's really it's really great to be a part of it. Yeah. Um- and and so what would be like when you got into this what were like some of the initial products that you helped launch how did it go and what did you learn from your first few well i think when you think of the crowdfunding space in fact it's definitely taken uh, some ups and downs so 2016 2017 when i first started getting into this space it was very easy to crowdfund. Lots of people launched crowdfunding projects. You saw lots of big campaigns. It was new. It was novel. It was exciting for the for the consumer as well as for the for the entrepreneurs. And so it was easier, frankly. So when starting out, for me and for a lot of other companies in the space, they would have seen a lot of early success, which we did. And you kind of sit back on your laurels and think, oh, this is this is kind of easy until you have your first failure. And uh, and you start learning more about well, what are the specific intricacies? What are the specific strategies that that do work and don't work? Nowadays, it's a much more complicated space. There's a lot more specific knowledge mm-hmm. that you need to apply, and much more like work, frankly, that needs to happen in advance of a crowdfunding campaign. So, I think the biggest things we've learned over the years, even with uh, it's the, the the space evolving along with kind of my business and my business strategies. Biggest things you have to learn from a, from a crowdfunding or, or launch standpoint is how important it is to resolve objections um, and resolve issues from a potential customer before you launch. So we have a lot of people who want to launch a product um, without really much validation on the product. And without really understanding, why would someone not buy this product? They look at it through a very narrow view. Mm. So super important is number one, like collect real world feedback before you invest a lot of time and money in a launch uh, to validate and prove that there's a there's a market for your product. And then secondly, really understand with surveys, you can ask people, you can collect the data. Why would someone who might buy my product not buy my product? Mm-hmm. Look to solve that problem in advance of the launch so that when you do launch, you don't launch to crickets, you don't launch to a, to a failure and then start thinking, oh no, now I need to find out why people aren't buying, but instead retroactively get that information, solve that information, deliver content and, and, and that information to your prospective customers so that come launch day, they're gonna be ready to buy and you're gonna have a successful day and, and you're gonna feel good rather than the deep anxiety that comes with, uh, with a launch that doesn't deliver. Yeah. Um, and I, I'm sure I've, you know, I've seen a lot of, or heard of a lot of product launches that, that don't really work. Like it's not enough to just develop an awesome product, put it out on Kickstarter and expect that Kickstarter is just going to make all your wildest dreams come true. <laughs> like it takes, yeah. there's a lot of work involved. Yeah. I mean, 2015, maybe it used to be like that, but yeah. No, right. Right. So 
I mean, a couple of things I would I would point out for, for people considering a crowdfunding campaign to, to keep in mind. Number one, the early traction on your campaign is going to be down to you, not the platform. So if you want to have a big day one and raise $50,000, $100,000, you're going to have to bring the customers to the table there. You can't just launch on Kickstarter and expect uh, Kickstarter to do the work for you. Now, once you've got the early traction, then the platform is going to start delivering you some good rewards, good visibility, get you in front of their audiences. But that first kind of day one boost, that bump, that traction, that's going to be 100% down to you. So if you're going to be launching a campaign, do not think that anyone other than you is going to be responsible for making sure that day one is successful. And then I would also point to a, a second a piece of the puzzle, which we've been seeing more and more is, is transparency and credibility into the founder. So one of the challenges with crowdfunding is, is that no one knows who you are, you know, and why do they trust you? You know, when you're competing, let's say you're launching some headphones or earbuds and you're competing with Apple, why would anyone trust you over Apple? And so one of the challenges that you should be able to uh, transform and transition into an actual positive is the transparency and personalization you can give your customers. So Apple, Tim Cook can't get on the phone with his customers, but if you're doing a crowdfunding campaign for earbuds, you certainly can. People can know who you are, talk to you, trust you. And so uh, this liability uh, becomes mm -hmm. actually uh, an opportunity and really thinking on how you as the founder are going to get in front of your audience, speak to your audience, get to know your audience. Uh, that's going to be your biggest, uh, your biggest boost. Yeah. Um, so if if somebody, let's say somebody has a great product idea and they're like, gosh, I, I would just, you know, I, I would love to get this launched. Um, you know, I'm thinking about the dollars and cents of it, right? Because you can go the crowdfunding road, route, mm -hmm. but, but you're not going to go into that with zero dollars. I mean, you're going to have to invest into mm -hmm. the successful launch of it. So you're going to have to come up with the money anyway, mm -hmm. um, versus okay, well, I'm not going to go crowdfund. I'm just going to start going out and trying to sell this thing. Like, how do you know which direction to go? Well, if you, if you, if you don't have budget, then the second way is the way to go. I, I, like, I consider them like the Aesop's fable, you know, the tortoise and the hare. So with the hare, if, you have, if you have, um, you're looking for speed, uh, then you're going to have to front load a lot of that energy. And that means spending money, um, preparing for that campaign. And then once you're ready to launch, you're going to be straight out those gates mm. uh, and off to the races. Now, you could be a tortoise as well. Both are good options. With the tortoise, it's a very slow and steady uh, progression. You're not going to come out the gates at 100 miles an hour. You're going to come out the gates very slowly. And <clears throat> rather than front-loading a lot of your investment, your time and your money, you're going to be out in there with the product out there available for, for sale. And once those sales start coming in, you can then reinvest those funds as you start to grow. So mm. if, you, if, you're, if you're really bootstrapping, don't have any money, uh, then crowdfunding is probably not going to be a good path for you. Instead, I would yeah. look to being the tortoise, launching your own website and taking a slow, steady approach to sales. And then you're able to reinvest your profits. If you're in a fortunate position, you have a big, big investment behind you, then crowdfunding is a brilliant way to go. It takes a lot of upfront investments, <clears throat> sure, but you can also raise hundred thousand quarter million dollars in the first twenty-four hours and get that 
speed and trajectory to your launch. So both are good options, both uh, can deliver good results, but it really depends on how much money you have in investment and also how much risk you're willing to take. So you might have a 50K ad budget, uh, but launching a crowdfunding with all that front-end investment is also a big risk and you might want to play it play it a bit safer and slow and steady and, and be the tortoise. Yeah. You know, it's interesting. You used to think about like in the old days, right? It was like crowdfunding is where you went when you didn't have any money and you yeah. needed to, you know, you needed to get that money right. from, you know, from audiences, you know, but again, I would say that was five, seven years ago. <laughs> yeah, Today, absolutely. you know, if you want to succeed in crowdfunding, it's look, you got to have budget either way. Yeah. Uh, you know, uh, I guess maybe crowdfunding might be a good option. You know, do, do you, you can go and, and if you don't have the product yet, right? So you haven't put them, you're going to put the money into the crowdfunding campaign so that then you can use the proceeds of that to build the product. If you don't, you know, if you don't have the budget to mass produce this stuff mm-hmm. or, you could dump your money into producing some product and then just going out via e-com and just selling it that way. Or the third option, which we see more and more of, is people running their own kind of crowdfunding-esque pre-order mm. on their own website. Yeah, And that, again, you can take the tortoise approach, slow and steady, as long as you're clear on your messaging and your terms that this is a pre-order and you're not going to get the product like Amazon in two-day shipping, um, then that's a perfectly viable route as well. Either way, as you say, Josh, you need some sort of budget, you know, if you're yeah. going to be launching something, whether it's to invest in uh, production costs, to invest in preliminary marketing, to invest in a crowdfunding campaign, or even if you want to do your own slow and steady, you still need to invest in a website. You still need to invest your time. You still need to invest in prototypes. So there's certainly, before you do any of this, there's some element of, of investment needed, whether it's family, friends, SBA loans, something to kind of kickstart that traction. But then, you know, whether you want to go beyond that preliminary lower investment and really go all out on your budgets, and that would help determine, well, am I going to go crowdfunding? Am I going to go slow and steady? Am I going to mm-hmm. go e-com? Um, that really, as I say, ties into budgets and, and risk tolerance. Will your website is russellmarketing.co. And when somebody goes there, um, how would you recommend that they get in touch with you? Or like, maybe they're not necessarily, I don't know, maybe they're just, they don't know if they would be suitable for you. Is there a way of kind of figuring that out? Well, I would say there's, there's a contact form at the bottom of the page, which, uh, which I personally respond to a lot of those requests. So whether it's someone ready for a campaign or someone just, wanting to ask a few questions about crowdfunding or about launches, then everyone gets a response. I'll always respond. So that's one, one spot. If you don't want to go through there and you can reach out to me directly, will at russellmarketing.co. And I'm always happy, have many phone calls every week with people who they may not be a client, but they're just looking to learn a bit more about the space and what might be right for them. Um, and I'm a big fan of, of taking those phone calls and helping with that guidance. So uh, either through the website, reach out directly you're going to get a response uh, and maybe we can even have a chat um, yeah. whether you want to work with us or not, you know? Yeah. Very, very cool. Russell, uh, William Russell, and again, your website, russellmarketing.co. Uh, Will, Will, this has been a lot of fun. Thank you so much for joining us. Thanks, Josh. Pleasure.
Thanks for listening to the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Show. If you are a thoughtful business owner or professional who would like to be on this daily program, we have an audience of over 120,000 that we would love to promote your story to. Please visit upmyinfluence.com slash guest. I'm also so excited to announce our new Thoughtful Entrepreneur High Ticket Sales Coaching Program, which you can try absolutely free. No credit card needed. Head to upmyinfluence.com slash free. If you got something out of this interview, would you share this episode on social media? Just do a quick screenshot with your phone and text it to a friend or post it on the socials. If you do that, tag us with the hashtag upmyinfluence. Each month, we scour Twitter, LinkedIn, Facebook, and Instagram. We pick one winner from each platform, and you get crowned king or queen of that social media. What do you win? Well, we will promote you and retweet you and reshare you and your business to over 120,000 social media fans totally free. Can you also hook us up in your podcast player right now? please give us a thumbs up or a rating and review and we promise to read it all and take action. Thank you if you've done this already. We believe that every person has a message that can positively impact the world. Your feedback helps us fulfill that mission. And while you're at it, please hit that subscribe button. You know why? Tomorrow, that's right, seven days a week, you are going to be inspired and motivated to succeed. 15 to 20 minutes a day. My name's Josh Elledge. Let's connect on the socials. You'll find all the stuff we're doing at upmyinfluence.com. Thanks for listening, and thank you for being a part of the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Movement. Thank you.